Come on. What did you expect? Oh, I could hide neath the wings of the bluebird as she sings. The six o'clock alarm would never ring. Welcome back to Disney Marvels for week of December 13th, 2020. This is episode 113. Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Muppets, Pixar, 20th Century, the parks, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. Hey, so I put a survey out about Joe Rohde and what do you feel is his pinnacle, your favorite project, your favorite project of Joe Rohde. And the choices were Disney's Animal Kingdom, The Adventurers Club, Disney's Alani, or something else that I didn't list because there were so many and, well, unfortunately, Twitter only allows you to put up four things. So I had to put in other column and let you fill it in. Well, no one responded to the other one. Strangely enough, no one put Alani or Adventures Club either. 100%. 100 It was unanimous. Everyone says it's the Animal Kingdom. The Animal Kingdom is what defines Joe Rohde's career. It is your favorite project of what he has done. I mean, yes, that is a broad stroke because within the Animal Kingdom, he's also had other projects that he touched upon. You know, the Pandora has been put in since it opened and Everest, Expedition Everest, uh, which is, a you know, a, one of Disney's fan, another fantastic roller coaster. I have to say, you know, out of the, the dozens, hundreds and hundreds and thousands of roller coaster parks around the world, that I've seen or personally experienced, no one does a roller coaster like Disney. I'm not saying they're always the best roller coasters as far as thrills or whatever, but just in general, between theming and just uniqueness and whatnot, roller coasters in Disney, I mean, there's just a weird history, and you would not think that being a family-friendly, you don't think of roller coasters as family-friendly, but Disney knows how to do a good roller coaster, an enjoyable one that most people can can partake in so that was that was that and uh just to forewarn you this this week's episode is about the the announcement it's not what i had planned but um you know what disney always comes up with new things to to talk about and the investor announcements happened last week i'm putting in for this week we because there was so much we only got through two divisions of the company marvel and lucas we will get to the other ones at another date i don't know if it's going to be next week yet or if we're gonna to have to save it for some other point because there was just so much information and I, I have a couple of things i'd like to do for next week so we'll see we'll see what happens but uh yes time to just enjoy and uh see what we have to say about uh some a lot of but some of everything that Disney announced. And we'll be back. I'll bring you that right after we finish these messages from our friends and sponsors. Well, hello there. I hope you're enjoying this week's episode of the Disney Marvels podcast. If you have a little bit of free time and you'd like to check out something a little bit different, I encourage you to listen to the chat 
Disney podcast. My name is Mercedes and I am one half of the Chat Disney podcast. Myself and my friend Tash are both based in the UK and we give a female British view on all things Disney from parks, movies and even more. Check out the Chat Disney podcast at chatdisney.co.uk. And now on with the show. As I've said many, many times, I love having a Disney podcast to talk about Disney because there's always going to be news. And when half the parks are shut down and theater releases are stressed and you don't know what's going on, there's still big major news. The other night, we're recording this on Friday, um, even though you're probably listening on Wednesday or so, but the other night, Disney had its investor call and the amount of goodness that spewed from it was so remarkable, so unbelievable. I, I, we're, I'm going to try and cover this as quickly as possible. And considering this is already going to be a 16 hour episode, I had to bring in the man who Iger calls himself to make all the big movie decisions. Isaac, thank you for coming on. And uh, let's get burning through these uh, 100 pages of notes, right? Yeah, let's kind of get through it and, yeah, talk about throwing basically a blitzkrieg of, like, new stuff, man. It's in, it's incredible. Just a lot of stuff being thrown, man. It's just It was like the Philly special of investor calls. Yeah, oh, my Lord, just... Nothing but brand new content that's coming within the next couple of years, too. That's going to get a lot of Disney fans excited, man. And honestly, I'm I'm getting real pumped for a guy who's a who's Marvel, man. I'm a big Marvel, you know. I'm a big Marvel dude, so I'm really pumped to talk about that segment. You got Marvel, you have Lucas, you have ESPN, you have Hulu, you have FX, you have National Geographic's, you have Star. You have Disney Television. You have you you name it. For the most part, it was mentioned. There was one company that I noticed was sadly not listed in all of this. But from other things that I'm hearing, I'm not, I'm not too worried. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not too worried for my felt friends, but. <laughs> Um, let me get out, get the nitty gritty out of the way. So everyone with your Disney plus subscriptions before March 26th. So March 25th or slightly before that, you will want to sign up for the year, uh, year payment. You have, you will pay up front for a year. And why is that? Cause on March 26th of next year, 2021 Disney plus price will increase. Hold on to your seats, folks. One dollar. It's going from six ninety nine to seven ninety nine per month, or seventy nine ninety nine per year. So, considering the, considering all the content that's coming out, and also considering the uh, competition, how much they have raised their price just recently, and what that price point is at, you're stu- still doing really good. 
But hey, if you can save yourself a buck a month, save yourself a buck a month. Um, Hulu, the the bundle is going up from twelve ninety nine to thirteen ninety nine. Again, really only a dollar. Uh, they also announced a new agreement with Comcast uh, that will bring Disney Plus and ESPN Plus experiences to Comcast X1 for the areas that have that to their set-top boxes um, and flex platforms in the first quarter of 2021. Uh, joining Hulu, uh, which became available on these platforms in spring 2020. Additionally, Hulu customers will also be able to subscribe to and use ESPN Plus within the Hulu interface. Uh, so adding to your sports lineups and programs beginning early 2021. So just a little bit of business there. Um, guess let's, you want to talk international first and then get into the good stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah, shoot. Let's just, yeah, shoot. So the new, uh, new international stars in streaming. So, Disney Plus and Hotstar in India and Indonesia uh, shared new details on the international general entertainment content brand of Star over there, not to be conv- mixed up with Stars over here in the states. Yeah. Um, but the Star streaming service over in the the um, Asian area, they will now be launching that into the Latin America as Star Plus. Okay. Streaming service, um, th- thousands of televisions and hours of stuff. This will include Disney created uh, Disney Creative Studios, uh, Disney Television Studios, FX, 20th Century Studios, 20th Century, uh, 20th Television, um, and more to enhance the additional uh, local programming for the regions where available. Um, Stars also will be launching in Europe and several other international markets. On February twenty third, twenty twenty one, doesn't go into detail where in Europe exactly. Mm-hmm. So, to all European friends, you may be getting star, you may not be getting star. Um, I could not tell you at this time. Probably it doesn't go into detail, but I think we can make good uh, generalization of where the hotspots set star is going to be released. Probably. And what's interesting, just as I mentioned up here, though, is mostly the Latin America that they were focusing on i'm wondering if it's going to be again more focused on in the spain and mediterranean mediterranean area Mm -hmm. maybe the uk will get involved in this um i'm not sure will be fully integrated as part of disney plus uh renowned general entertainment series movies documentaries and more that will double the content catalog available to disney plus subscribers Disney Plus will be updated globally to offer enhanced parental controls, enable the family-friendly experiences the parent express, um, expect, because not everything will be within the PG, PG-13 rating that Disney Plus caps out at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Disney uh, PG-13. Um, so they're going to add in a pin to pro- profile lock, any mature content, oh my um this service will start at 8.99 8 euros 8.99 euros per month um you could do the yearly at 
in euros. Uh, price and adjustments is our launch market includes Australia, New Zealand, and Canada. Streaming services will also continue the global re- uh, rollout with New Star. Uh, Singapore, February 23rd, Eastern Europe, Hong Kong, Japan, South uh, South Korea, later in 2021. So that's that. Yeah, uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, we and we kind of already knew that Disney was going to uh, eventually figure a way to get into those areas too, because you know, you, the beginning when Disney plus launch um it was clear that it wasn't going to be available across the globe yet so star was kind of now now that disney has kind of created this new network purposely just so they can get disney plus in these other countries uh yeah i think that's going to be a good deal um hopefully you know then again you know in terms of shows like the mandalorian one has to believe in those countries it probably has been pirated already at the moment but now with stars in there they can pro- they can now comfortably offer the service and now you don't have to now all our south american friends or our european buddies don't have to do that anymore nope. now participate the service you can get it clean hopefully in their best version of wi-fi and get all the goodness that's coming out within the next two years. So absolutely, the Wi-Fi cellular service, and it will be—you'll uh, be able to enjoy it with a clean conscience and better, uh, better graphics, better quality, better quality. There we go. That's it. That's it. All right. Where do you want to go next? Which avenue? All right. So I know the big avenue that I want to go to is so well, let's just start let's just go right into marvel man because hey, i got so much to talk about this than any of the other i gotta admit i have so much to talk about than the other other business calls that we're, that we're focused on so let's just go right into it let's get into it man uh i i, I don't blame you um uh and, and in all fairness it's gonna be the stuff that's hitting the soonest yes yes Oh my God! I mean, and speaking of some of the stuff, let, let's just talk about the fact that they are throwing some money at this man, at all of these projects. They are yep. throwing some real money, like literally. It sounds like uh, we're really going to be getting like these awesome mini movies. Now, before I even start, have they mentioned how many episodes? How many? How many? Uh, how many minutes per episode? How many episodes and how long are they going to be? Because I, I heard it was going to be six episodes. It sounds like a lot of these series may be six episodes going to 45 for an hour. Probably I, something around that line. They, I know a lot of them, they're, they're, we're calling them limited series. Which I which makes sense. Um, I, know, I know, jumping the gun a little bit, Obi-Wan, which is a limited series, is down to six episodes. They haven't... Officially announced the runtime, it's probably anywhere to half an hour to 40-some minutes. Uh, as I was talking with Matt, uh, one of the previous episodes, I think two weeks ago, that you're not limited to a time slot. So, you know, you, you're thinking, you know, regular broadcast television, you're half an hour, you're an hour show. Um, so your content is 20 
three minutes, 25 minutes to 46 minutes long. Uh, as we've seen with the Mandalorian, you mm-hmm. get an episode that is 27 minutes. You get another the next week. Your episode is 41 minutes. Um, so they they oh. don't seem to locked in the time. There are not lots of time caps. So no, this is yeah. This is the time we need to tell today's story. That's the time we're gonna take. Um, so. I, I wouldn't be surprised or some of these things um, when we get to them, I think some of them, especially on the animated end, maybe minutes long, just like yeah, 10 minutes or something like that. Um, Cause one of them, it says is original shorts. Uh, so those, those, you know, maybe yeah, like I said, five, six minutes, uh, probably like the forky ask a question type of length. Maybe slightly longer. Interesting. But, okay. Um, yeah. So, I, it's, and some of this is so early in development. I don't think they even know yet. No. Uh, but I would think episode oh, number wise between probably six and eight, ten at the probably the longest. Yeah. That would be I, my guess. I think out of all all of the, the slate that was mentioned in terms of television and movies it sounds like other than you know black widow clearly has already been finished uh wandavision is already set out to release in january 15th uh shang chi just wrapped up production so they're already in post-production so from out of all that it seems like those are the only three that are finished and it also seems that we're probably eternals eternals finished too Internals also finished. That's why I was going to say Internals also finished. And the Falcon and Winter Soldier should be heading into post-production really, really soon. So so right off the bat, it technically will have one, two, three, four, five projects that should already be done and uh, ready to be kind of released on their, on, on, on their, on their times. Yeah. So. Thor Love and Thunder is um, starting to pick up steam in its production. Yeah. And Ashley Olsen and Cumberbatch are already in England quarantining, getting ready to start production on Strange 2. Gotcha. All right. All right. So let's not even waste our time. So let's honestly just start kicking this off, man. It was, uh, uh, let's go with WandaVision right now, man. And that is, honestly, when we first actually even talked about it, on we were... Um, was kind of one of the more weirder series series that i really didn't get now and i wasn't really too it's like okay whatever it's wandavision now as we continue to see more and more of it because they just uh, at the investors meeting they end up dropping a trailer on it and i am i I'm, I just continue to get more excited for that. And, and and again, going back to the budget, too, you think about the set design, you know, the fact that in WandaVision, how they are really paying attention to detail in terms of how Wanda is kind of changed into the different sets from an I Love Lucy to a Brady Bunch to a 90s sitcom. The attention to detail within the sets is going is really really credible, and I and, and I don't mean and I and I know we try to throw away money in terms of 
special effects, but just attention to practical design mm-hmm. is really, really good. That I really, really am appreciating of WandaVision. I thought it, it's something that should, should be really noted. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I think this was mentioned on Star Wars End, but I think it kind of encompasses all of these projects, is that they're not treating them like you no. know, a sitcom. That they they are treating these like a movie where it is, you know, the attention to detail, to the sets, to the costumes, to the script, to everything. Um, I mean, look at The Mandalorian in itself. The production value mirrors that of the movies, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it, it the, the attention to details and how things move and react and the special effects and um, sets, set designs. It is not. It, it's not cheaped out on at any no. point. I mean, it, it might as well be a movie production with the, the the amount of work that they put behind it. It's a labor of love, and um, it, it is it's paid off great. And I think that is kind of the um, hallmark. You know, okay, this, or you know, this is the. The shiny example is Mandalorian. So this is the, this is, they set the benchmark. That's what the term I was looking for. They set the benchmark and that's where they're trying to keep up to. And, uh, yeah, I, they, I mean, WandaVision, um, looks fantastic. I haven't actually watched the second trailer yet. No. Um, and it's like, I want to, and I don't want to. I'm 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 at war with myself if I want to do that yet because what I've seen, I I am fully on board already. I yeah. don't know if I want to see too much more. I I am kind of the same way where where I don't like if I I know that I'm gonna watch it I I would avoid watching trailers but I honestly this WandaVision trailer doesn't really ruin anything if anything it just gets you it gets you even more hype because again this was a show that was still. Even in that third trailer, you still don't even know what the heck is going on. Like you can, you kind of have an idea based on little glimpses, but not enough that I don't think it's going to ruin anything or, or drop in big at the end, though. Um, but no, it did. Dude, but WandaVision in it, it, it looks really, really good, and it just kind of taps into a lot of different stuff into that. Like you really get the idea to see what's going on in that trailer. So I am very pumped for that. Yeah. Um, Funko just um, announced or released the uh, five new pop figures based on Wanda Vision, mm-hmm. and it's got uh, Vision and Wanda in black and white. They look really cool. So I yeah I, I I'm you know just I haven't seen it yet, and I'm 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 there. I'm I'm all ready for this. Yeah, you know, we got them month and four days at this point till this thing comes out and i i I am you know enjoying the mandalorian i'm looking forward to when soul comes out but i i really can't wait for a wandavision because that just looks amazing yep yep it's coming back yep i tell the good stars elizabeth olsen paul bentley uh uh, caitlin hahn ateo paris kate dannins and randall park all will make their appearance back um, into this, so it's going to be really, really good. Um, 
I guess uh, so. The next one, I guess we'll, we'll sit down and move on to is one of the ones I'm been pumped up for is the Falcon in the Winter Soldier. Um, you know, I did watch that trailer and tell me how good that looks. That trailer looks incredibly good because, um, dude, I am really pumped for the fact that Anthony Mackie will technically be the new Captain America kind of moving forward. But what I'm very interested in is two parts. Are they going to address the... Because they, they, they have to kind of address this, and, and unfortunately in the times that we're living in, are they going to are they going to address the society part of Sam Wilson being the black captain, being the Captain America? Because if you really kind of pay attention to that trailer, and you notice how they pay attention to the trailer, how they introduce the new... Uh, they, they introduce the um, U.S. agent, Pretty much the guy that slapped that that basically at, as a, at pretty much at that all black that at, that pretty much at that black like pep rally, because yeah. because I, I, I think in the way they want to use it in a way to uh to prop up some of the community in there as well as trying to show the rest of the general public uh that okay we were we're going to replace. We're going to introduce maybe the government or whoever is running the whole situation. It seems like the government is trying to take back the, the whole mantle. So I, I really want to see how they're going to, let's be honest, how they're going to really, really kind of how they're going to handle this whole almost racial thing about it. Because it, it does play a little bit of a a key moment into it. Is, is America willing to accept uh that an African-American will be carrying the shield on right. top of the fact that maybe both Sam and, and, and Bucky Barnes could be fugitives on the run while they have to figure out a plot while balancing the general public perspective of it. It's going to be very interesting how Disney handles this kind of subject matter in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I mean, I you don't know who's attack. You you see that they're getting attacked, but you don't know who's attacking them. Exactly. And, and, and what's going on? Um, yeah, I you know what? I didn't even fully get into that perspective. I was more noticing some of the um, the interaction between uh, Sam and Bucky is yeah. kind of the the buddy buddy cop type of oh yeah interaction, and mm-hmm. also I'm not sure if you noticed this. A lot of times, a lot of the scenes that they showed of Bucky, at least, he was wearing long sleeves on both arms. Yeah, yeah, to cover up the arm, arm or two. I and, and to touch on another thing about with Bucky Barnes too. New um, haircut. New haircut. Yeah, well, of course, new haircut. Although I do miss the fact that he doesn't have his long hair. I, I just think that was that's just so iconic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know in the promos they they showed him with the uh, with the short short hair, but um. I think another thing they also have to touch on too was Bucky's side is his PSD trauma from the events of Civil War and what's in his head and 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 and, and, and what's what's happening too because I think that's also another thing that has to address the effects of how war affects a soldier and what's going on with Bucky. So so you have two interesting parallel stories that they both but both uh, both played by Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. And how they work together to address these interesting points while, like I said, dealing with the overall threat that is happening within 
uh, this was in this whole this short series. So I think it's going to be funny. Also, like the the interactions with both of them because that's kind of how they act like in kind of outside of <laughs> yeah outside of the movies. Those are the they they act exactly the way they do on set. So the fact that that chemistry is going to be triggered <laughs> on is going to be insane. I I think it's going to be really really good. So well, if Falcon at some point goes cut the check, you you know that was ad libbed. Yes. Yes, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so that I'm looking very, very uh, interested to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier when that drops, uh, which I believe is in March. I think they, they announced it should be in March. March 15th, I want to say it is. Mm-hmm. It, it's shortly after the whole... Um, it's shortly after Wanda should wrap up. Yeah. Uh, March nineteenth was off March, by four days. March, March nineteenth. Yeah, March. Uh, yeah, March nineteenth, twenty twenty one, is exactly when it should be dropped. Yes. And uh, yeah, the, again, looks fantastic. Looks like the again the attention to detail is there. Um, loving Falcon's new costume, his getup, the wings and the crystal wings and everything. Um, you don't see too much shield play out of it yet, but I think, like you said, I don't think they've fully hit the whole thing to post-production yet. They just got enough together for a sizzle reel. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the rest are going to be worked on. Um, I, again, I have such high expectations for this. Uh, initially I think, and we, I think we were both on the same page that for us, this was one of the ones that we were looking forward to the most. Honestly, again, because like I, I, I honestly still think that uh, um, um, Captain America: Winter Soldier is clearly the best, the, the in my opinion, the, the best Marvel movie ever made, still up to this point. I think it's still number one. So the fact that we're gonna get that espionage, espionage, uh, thriller-based story within Captain America: The Winter Soldier with kind of the social commentary that's currently happening, um, I think it's gonna be really important. And I hope that Disney does address it because it'll be such a missed opportunity not to not to bring it into uh, you know into into important masses, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I especially since they really majority of this got filmed in the past what are we December mm-hmm. three months before like the COVID had to shut down production for everything. Yeah, yeah, you had that, and then COVID shut down. Everything happened then, and then you have um, you know they they restarted up produ- um, production, which I think they did a bulk of the production um, at that point. So. You had plenty of opportunity to add that narrative in. If they are willing to use this platform to tell that narrative, uh, with you know having Anthony Mackie in there, you have all the opportunity to do that. Um, and I think it would be a missed opportunity if they did not do that. Now I know you have some of the other platforms that lend itself even better. Um, and we'll, we will get to Black Panther, but um, th- there is no reason why you can't, in some form, address that here. And I, so far, thinking of, like some of the track records of stuff that they have done, where they've had to do that. Um, I haven't watched Safety yet, but I know it's in as part of that. 
uh, which I again something that I'm really excited to watch, uh, which just dropped today. Um, we we talked about uh, remember the Titans. Um, so we've had a number of those type of opportunities, and they they have stepped up at that point, and I I hope they continue that um, in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. And then uh, the next one, the one that my wife and her cousin are most looking forward to, is Tom Hiddleston's return as the God of Mischief, Loki. Loki. You know what was was really interesting? I was a little concerned about this because I didn't. My my biggest concern was Loki, was how were were they going to just focus Loki, just kind of causing havoc throughout six episodes. I was a little concerned that if that was kind of the base on it, I was not really going to be interested. However, that's not the way that they went with this. It seems no. like they decided to go a different angle where he gets taken. It looks like he's going on trial based on the time police or what I think was called the TBA, which was the time. Uh, uh, basically, it, 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 in short, it's basically they're, they're, they, they basically, they, they're basically cops of time and, and reality and space pretty much the, throughout the whole Marvel universe at this point. And it looks like because from what I'm gauging from the events of Endgame and what basically if you think about the Avengers really messed every time the time the time flow up in trying to get the stones mm-hmm. and everything. So you get the stones back in place, which is great. Yeah. But you've got one little thing. They messed up one little thing that threw everything out of whack. So now it looks like they're recruiting Loki to probably fix a lot of the time stream that have to fix the time as well as the realities that the Avengers probably messed up yeah. during their time in Endgame. So in a way it's going to be like a quantum leap. If you ever seen that, if any of your cast members remember the show quantum leap where it seems like time. And if, I think if you pay attention, I think there was one moment um, where he's in the airplane. I think it's a, from a famous, I think it's from a real historical moment. So it looks like even Loki may be taking the place of some historical figures while trying to fig- fix the timeline and may even maybe causing some mischief along the way. I think that's going to be really, really interesting. And also we get a glimpse of Owen Wilson too, which was a, which, which was a big surprise. I didn't expect Owen Wilson to pop up on this. No. No. I don't- I don't know about you, but did you do the whole wow voice when you saw it? <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> He's already... We went there. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, dude. Come on. You can't do that with Owen Wilson. Like, I was like, literally when I saw him, I'm like, really? He's in it? <laughs> it's just, it's, and it's not just, to, it wasn't, wasn't to make fun of his voice. It's no. just when you see him, it's just that... Kind of ironically, kind of pops into your head. It's like, oh, Owen Wilson's in it, which was fantastic, and he looks so different in this too. Then from, yeah, it's so so different. You don't really see his blonde hair and his locks in it. He's a lot more of an older man in this, which was very very interesting. And he's not a red sports car. Yeah, exactly. Like that's true. That's very very true. Good point. Very good point. Uh, yeah, no, but yeah, no. Tom Hilson and Loki, man. I'm, you know. I have to admit, I'm, I'm a lot more excited to see what happens 
did you saw the trailer to it, right? I feel like I'm talking over you. have seen the trailer to it. It's a long view. Does it sound like I saw the trailer to it? <laughs> I know. I feel like I'm rambling on, though. Uh, yeah, no, I actually no, I haven't. You I, haven't. Actually, no, I it, to be all in, in in all fairness with everything that kept on going along, I missed that the, the trailer came out for that. Wow. Okay, so I'm not gonna. Okay, because there is a there is a very interesting scene. I'm I'm not gonna. You, when you see the trailer, you'll know what scene I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Feels very gloomy to a certain character uh, from Endgame. Um, I, it may be that character, I don't know, it may be that character for the audiences that have seen the trailer, they know exactly what I'm talking about, so I'm gonna leave that for Matt to go see that scene, and you'll eventually know what I'm talking about. But yeah, Loki, yeah, no, Loki looks, like, really good. I, I think Loki looks like a fun, fun, really interesting take on, on the, and, and, and what's really great about these films, right off the bat, three different shows have, or completely having different angles yeah. on that aspect of the MCU and it's great how these are going to filter in to the actual movies once we get movies back in theaters I think that, that's great and uh, it's it's great well I like how at least the trailer starts off because I, I, I have it playing now that um, friend of the show Matthew Barry part in endgame is is included in this trailer so uh mm-hmm. oh, okay. so it's good to see uh see barry there yeah but uh uh yeah three three shows three just like in, but it isn't that how marvel is the the marvel cinematic universe is I mean, what, 20 some movies now, and most of them have a very different feel to them. A different feel, but the quality is just going to be up there. And I think that's what's great about the Disney Plus now is that it, it's you can watch the MCU films right alongside the, the television series. And the quality is not going to take a dump off. The, no. the quality is not going to drop. That's what I like. Like you're essentially getting six mini movies, depending how long that they're going to go in. And I think that's just super amazing. Yeah, I mean that that is. And like I said, I I, I think we owe a lot of that to um, to Mandalorian setting that benchmark again. Yeah. Um, and just Disney taking the you know the stand that we are not going to give you a subpar product. You know you've come to expect this level of quality from uh, from the movies of stuff. Yeah, we we are not going to to step down on that. Um, and still we still want to deliver you the highest level product and entertainment that. You know, we can on these platforms. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, it, 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 it you know, doesn't go unnoticed that, you know, like you said, you can watch the movies and watch these and it is the same. You're, you're not dumbing it down. It's not like, say, you take the, 
I mean, I'm dating myself on this, and this is a backwards comparison, but um, the original Star Trek movies. Mm-hmm. And then you watch the original Star Trek TV show, and you go, oh, now I understand different sort of, you know, circumstances because the, the TV show came originally and, you know, they only had to work with that budget, and then you get to the movie level. But still, I'm just saying for quality comparison, there you there's a big gap there. Oh yeah, 100. percent Now and now, and this you're not getting that. No, no, like television, tele television in general has stepped up money wise in in, in in the same realm that it does match up, um, match up with anything that you start to see in theaters, which I think is totally great. Um, yeah, but uh, but continue to move on and, and trying to, to move on. Uh, let's uh, what if Marvel Studios? We get a lot more information on what what if. Uh, I think another trailer. I hope you did. You see the trailer to what what if? I, I saw the production stills, which look amazing. Uh, oh, you have to see the trailer. Then you need to see the the, the see the the, the 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 stills don't do it justice until you have to watch the trailer. Uh, yeah, that's another trailer. But uh, also, I think I love the idea of going animation with this. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. I think it was smart to do that. The fact that you're getting a lot of the actors from the MCU to come and reply to roles in these what if scenarios is great because this is it, and, and and here's one of the series that I feel like has it isn't going to be a limited series because as the movies continue to grow, you can come back and revisit this what if moments too, which I think is going to be great. And I get to, you get to see totally different angles to play out uh, throughout the Marvel universe. So I think the what if universe is going to have mile. I think you're going to get miles. I think you get a, a good couple of seasons coming from this series. Oh, and fact, animation too is, is is another great thing. You know, and I think it's going to be good. And I don't think. And I think a lot of them, like you said, are going to be shorts, right? Like not some of them may not be. Like twenty minutes, they might be only like ten minute episodes with the what ifs. Yeah, I'm not sure because they just as animated series what if, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure. It, it's quite possible on that one that we will get some shorter uh, blips and blurbs here and there. Um, but yeah, I know Chadwick Boseman record. From my understanding, he did record his lines already for yes, the one that's going to be focused on that. Haley Atwell. I mean, they recorded this stuff years ago. And with everything shutting down, one of the things that did not shut down production-wise uh, this past year is animation. Yeah. So they were still able to work on this and crank it out and get this produced and done and ready, um, gift-wrapped in a bow for for Disney+. Plus. So, uh, yeah, I, I've, I've, I love the idea of this one. Um, when they announced it, Back on D23 last year, uh, that the One If series was coming, I thought that was brilliant. Um, what better way, especially since they were able to get everybody on board to yeah. reprise their characters in these new roles, and it's voice acting. It, it's it's a different work. Yes, but it, it's a little more freeing because you're not getting in makeup, you're not having to put on a costume. You show up, and you know. Some people may show up in their bathroom. Who knows? You, some people don't even have to leave their houses. And they they read off their lines. They act out their lines. And mm-hmm. the animators do their magic from there. Yes. Um, 
so yeah that i am i've i've been excited for i think that's going to be a lot of fun and like you said i doubt it's a limited series i think this is something that they can go on for a while especially since now that you know once things start getting back into production uh, production and building steam up again you can take your actors right off the set and have them record lines at the same time so that way you kind of could get this synergy going between what if and the movie releases and and stuff like that so yeah a lot of great possibilities with that one um another one that i know that is a limited series coming up is hawkeye jeremy renner's already um working on that yep uh he's uh, got himself all pumped back up he hasn't had been in that kind of shape since 2017 whenever they did uh filmed endgame yep um yep 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 that one we have to wait for Black Widow because it's, uh, there's going to be a lot of there's uh, yes uh, little crossover there a little crossover from a certain character will make her appearance in Hawkeye which was already announced though um, along with that uh, they've already we're going to get Kate Bishop played by uh, uh, Into the Spider versus uh, Haley Stanfield which I think is going to be very fantastic I think they finally solidify her character on that. Yeah, I, I, I'm. Yeah, she's definitely playing uh, Kate Bishop. It's not going to be um, his daughter. Nope. That everyone expected it to be. No, but it is, they are sticking with the Kate Bishop character. Which I think. Um, and yeah. you know he's training her to be the next Hawkeye. And uh, apparently he does get a little roughed up from some of the uh, pictures that he has released. There are some um, suits out there, yeah, already. Uh, and I think some someone did capture a little bit of filming before I think the video got pulled out. <laughs> uh, so, but yes, I think there's going to be very interesting things too, yeah, uh, that, that they're kind of thrown into there. Um, also, was uh, Vera from Maga. I think uh, I'm going to butcher the names. The cast also includes Vera uh, Farmega, uh, Frey, uh, Fra, 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 uh, Tony Dalton, uh, Zahn McLaren, uh, Brian DeCray, uh, James and James, and the new, uh, newcomer, Alaqua Cox, and Maya Lopez. The series is owned by Roz Thomas and is directed by Duel Bert, uh, by Duel Bert and Bernie. Uh, will be directing this series. So I think that's going to be fantastic. Again, we don't know anything about it. I'm a big Hawkeye person. So uh, hopefully the series lives up to its name. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I think, um, you know, it, it's, again, I don't see them dropping the ball on on any of these um i if there wasn't a strong a strong story to tell they wouldn't be telling it uh i mean we've seen that so far with the movies um we got that sense of feeling from wandavision now uh falcon winter soldier and and loki this is just gonna flow right in line um i i cannot see this missing i i yeah i i renner would not sign up for something that wasn't going to put hawkeye in a, a good light because he's always been championing that character yeah no, of course not. no no you know, ever since you know avengers and like okay i didn't like what you guys did with my character all right well let's do you justice we've you know in ultron you know pick this character back up and uh, in Civil War, so you you know they 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 try and do right by him. 
Um, and he is a fantastic actor. I've always, I, I always like his parts and what he's done. And I can't see again him accepting something that is subpar. Because if it is, he he will be the first one to try and fix it. Yeah. Yeah, um, from there, then we got another one that I'm excited about uh, that they they've started work on. It's in the early stages still. Is, uh, Ms. Marvel. Yes. Uh, launching late into 2021, which I think is going to be big. Uh, yep, new character series is going to be, and we are going to finally get introduced to one of the more new popular characters, Kamala Khan. Yeah. Uh, a girl representing Jersey City. Ooh, uh, new, new Jersey stand-up. A 16-year-old Pakistani girl from Jersey City, which I think is going to be fantastic, which uh, they end up going with a pretty much an unknown actress by the yes. name of Aman Vanelli, a Canadian actress who right now has no IDMB at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> no. She is fresh into the world. And also, I think if you do pay attention, I want to believe they already started filming some parts of that of the show. I think they showed some glimpses of that show, which I think is really, really be, which is going to be good. Um, yeah. Well, speaking of which, um, I know Hawkeye's been filming in New York. Yep. Uh, where I, I hope they do some filming for Ms. Marvel in New Jersey because, you know, I, I like that's the one thing with Winter Soldier. It's like, oh, we're in New Jersey. No, you're not. You're in Ohio. Yeah. Um, so hey, come on, come on, get down the road a little bit. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, totally. totally. I think they definitely need to show up too. But yeah, Matt no, I- Lentz. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, and I think what's really important about this too is that it's uh, this show is going to be not only held by uh, writers of Pakistani, of Mid Eastern, of of origin, but it's also going to be held by the directors. Um, like I said, uh, Alma Vanelli is starring as Kamala Khan, aka Miss Marvel. Uh, any other casters will cl- uh, will include our Armis Knight, uh, Sagara Shakara. Um, re- Irish Sean Zanoba Sheriff, I apologize for any Pakistani people that are listening to us. I apologize for butchering these names. Uh, Mohan Kopar, <laughs> Matt Linnis, yeah, uh, Yasmin Fletcher, uh, Leah Naki, Azar, Azar, um, Azar Osman, Atravia Springer, Namra Bacha, and episodes will be directed by Ali El Abri. Uh, Bayal, Farah, Amira, uh, 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 Mira, Menon, and uh, uh, Sharmin Abdid uh, Shinoi. Uh, again, I apologize for the butchering of those names. Uh, but yes, Miss Marvel. Just remember what show we're on, and, and names we we strive more, I think, to butcher names than to get them properly. Yeah, <laughs> because I never get them right. I do apologize, still, but again, Miss Marvel, I think it's going to be a fantastic show. I'm really am looking to it, and it is also going to tie into the, uh, I believe, the next uh, Captain Marvel sequel that's going to come into it. Um, also, yeah, yeah, so I feel like those characters will make an appearance in that, which I think is going to be good. Yeah, I, I think, and uh, pretty much they've they've already stated that a lot of these series from Disney Plus are true part of the MCU. Yes. You will you will get that connection between you know events that happen on these limited series do play a part in which is what agents of shields was supposed to do originally but 
you were talking about two different production companies. One was done by ABC Television. One was done by Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Which, the fact that you got the uh, cats are opening the door. <laughs> like, who's opening the door? The cat's doing it. Yeah. Um, Marvel is completely controlling this. Yeah. So you you would get that sense of um, you you can do that connection. You know, the, the, where the shield, they, oh, you know, oh, something's going on in New York now. And that was the last you heard of it. Uh, you, you got a lot more of this stuff going on now. And I am, I am psyched. I am, uh, ecstatic. I just see how all this stuff crosses over and builds on each other and just gives us more wonderful Marvel goodness. Uh, speaking of another one where yeah, characters crossing over, She-Hulk. Yep. You officially know, okay, Mark Ruffalo is in it. Nice. Yep. Yes, it is. Yes. And Tim Roth. Tim Roth, which is, if people remember, back in, what, 2006? The, two, I want to believe, was it 2006 uh, Incredible Hulk? Uh, uh, was it that long? I think so. I want to see, oh, wait, when did Iron Man come out? Hold on, let me end up here for you. Yeah. Six or seven? Uh, not four. I believe it is uh, Credible Hulk eight. Credible Hulk was eight. I, that's what I thought. I thought I, I did thought it was eight because that's when Iron Man came around. That's when Iron Man came out. Uh, that Iron Man and Incredible Hulk came out around the same time. Uh, yes. So the, the fact that they brought back Tim Roth was that, uh, for uh, Abomination, I think this is that, I think it's great. That that still shows continuing. That still shows uh, uh, continuity. Yeah. Well, I mean, you t- you're talking about one of the villains that didn't die. I mean, they they did not deny Incredible Hulk as part of the MCU. It's just it's a lesser talked about one because it just. It, Financially, it didn't. It wasn't as well received. Financially, didn't do quite as well. That and they still don't even own the character to it. But the way they can get around it is that they can throw them onto so many other people's series. Well, we, we can't do a movie about the big green guy, but we could do a streaming service and include the bad guy. Yeah. And uh, I mean, like I said, no. But you got Ruffalo in this, so in some yes. way, the Hulk will be represented. Yes. Well, yeah, of course, well, yeah, of course, gonna be represented. We got Mark Ruffalo playing as incredible, <laughs> right? Or maybe he doesn't. Or maybe he doesn't Hulk out. We don't know. Or no, actually, he does because he technically would still. He's now Mister Fixit Hulk in 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 this universe, pretty much. So, depending on what time this takes place, yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, we, we don't know fully exactly, but I I can't. Is it would be hard to assume that none of this takes place before. And the events of Infinity War and Endgame. No. So uh, I think I think for continuity's sake, it'd be easier just kind of go forward with everything. But I mean, they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Um, and you know, Feige, we trust. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Again, the, the the lead actress, I love her. She's fantastic. Um, um, she is. Yeah. Fantastic actress. Um, you know, on, honestly, we hadn't had an opportunity to talk about her, though, but she is a phenomenal. Her ability to change, her, her acting skills are just 
top notch. The fact that Marvel grabbed her up is 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 an incredible feat in itself. I, I think she's going to blow it out of the park. Uh, for anybody who has watched Orphan Black, they know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. She's a fantastic actress in this. Uh, no, you get, and it's always been the great thing about this. You always get talent first because you can always worry about the martial arts. You can always worry about the physicality. You can always put on the you can always put on the special effects. But you gotta get the actors and the actresses first. You got to get the talent. That's what will always sell. And and I've said all again before with the, the Marvel stuff that they they're almost always spot on with their casting. Yes. So, even if we head scratch and question it, they, it always makes sense at the end, you know. Like, oh, these are characters that I feel like we should have gotten, and then once we actually see them live and they actually perform, like, yeah, no, Marvel's been really good at the casting of these people, man. It's just well like, done. Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, you you have Jeff Goldblum in a Thor movie. Wait, why are you casting Jeff Goldblum in a Thor movie? You sit down, you watch Thor Ragnarok, you go. I love Jeff Goldblum in a Thor movie. I'm listening to De Toro too, man. You don't, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's you know, as, as a collector, I mean, that's just just finding the right people to fill in these roles, man. And 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 it feels like it's also making it transfer its way into the television series too, as well, which is really really good, really good, really good at casting. Uh, speaking of moving, speaking of some interesting movies and casting uh we talked about moon moon night didn't he mention who's gonna play moon a night i'm pretty sure wasn't oscar isaacs that's going to take on the role correct yes yeah yes yeah oscar isaacs is moon night speaking of actors speaking of is gonna be your moon night hell yeah man that's gonna be great I'm sorry, I don't think we're on to hell. But <laughs> oh man, um, no, dude, that, but that's amazing too, man. He's gonna be basically playing the vigilante that has like multiple complex, multiple like issues right now. Like, uh, what was it? Uh, what's what's this, what's the 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 disorder? Uh, multiple, uh, multiple personality disorder. Multiple, yeah, multiple personalities disorder in this, which I think is gonna be very interesting take. Uh, a Moon Knight, because essentially he's kind of like their Batman, the Batman of their universe. So to kind of see that play out is going to be very interesting, and it is going to be very interesting to see I, I, how how close they're willing to push the envelope with Moon Knight, because I know Moon Knight's a little bit a little bit more edgier than most of the content that you should that so believe. In the series, so that's it, my take. Marvel is is Marvel is starting to get grow into its own skin and be comfortable with themselves to start pushing that envelope. Um, Hellstrom, they just did Hellstrom on Hulu, mm-hmm. um, so that they are, you know, they they've. They're toying with the Marvel zombie idea. Um, so they they are starting to get a little more comfortable. Uh, New Mutants, again, um, going into that more horror g- uh, genre and more um, putting on their big pants, uh, big boy pants. So, you know, 
keeping in the have do we know for certain that this is going to Disney Plus? Well, I, I ha, you have to if they're going to slap on the Marvel Studios thing. I mean, I, no, I, you don't. You could do a Marvel Studio on Hulu. Well, I, I guess if they did, it would have mentioned it on Hulu. I, I would feel like they would have to mention it on Hulu or FX because I think that we just, I, I just think that would just be a little bit that wouldn't really fit in the continuity of what they want to do. Again, I still think you can, I. I think in the realms of PG, I think with Moonlight, they're going to try to push the envelope in, in, in as long as it fits within the climate, fits within the perimeters of PG story television, or I guess in this case, not MA. I don't know what's the, the television ratings for uh, for TV, or even if there are ratings for streaming. I don't think there's even thing, anything established for that. Um, in, in that realm, but uh, Not per se, yeah. Um, I mean, no. The, the the most organic place for it would be Disney Plus, and I could see them doing it there. Um, hey, listen, if they are willing to put it on a Hulu or an FX it, in order to push even the envelope further, I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm just yeah, like, I, I, and again, just just kind of spitballing here. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it, again they're going to do it justice and figure it out from there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you got Moon Knight. That's gonna um, that should be very interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and what about this bombshell? Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special for next year. Yeah. Right next year, or is it the year after? I think it's the year after. It's going to be during the twenty 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 two. However, what they said is they're going to film it. They're going to film the holiday special as they are filming Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. So they're good. So that may be. So in reality, that may be actually be filmed this year in set for the next following year. I think yeah. that's how they're going to work it. And they already said that James Gunn's already going to direct it, so you know that. So it would make sense because oh, James Gunn's the project. Uh, I mean, so <laughs> Chris Pratt and company are not only going to be filling Guardians of the Galaxy, they're already in Australia working on um, Thor Love and Thunder. Yep. Switch over to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 to also take a day or two out of shooting to film the stuff for the Guardians of the Galaxy ride in Epcot. Yep. To then also go into production for the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yeah. It, it feels very Disney-like. Let's just say, like, when I heard that, it's like, yeah, that's a very Disney move. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not even the Disney move. It this, feels very This, is, this is very much a modern-day work. It's, you know, you go into a job, okay, we're hiring you for this job, but since we cut back... You have to not only do your main job, you have these five other sub jobs that we used to have three other people doing, but you're now going to do it. You know, you're doing six jobs for one person versus, you know, five people doing these six jobs. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's it, a lot it, of it is. They're going to pay more than we would do those five or six jobs, man. Ah, there's no, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> And naturally segueing from that, you got the I am Groot 
yes. original shorts. And that's where I'm saying you got the shorts going there. Mm-hmm. Um, that this could be five, ten minutes. Um, it's a short. Yeah, you, it's got to be under 20. I would even say under 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see it being like the the Forky Ask a Question type of shorts. Yeah. Vin, so Vin, you got Groot in there. Yeah. Um, which it's Groot. Check. You know, it's going to, and they, they specifically say baby Groot. tree. So it is baby Groot. Yep. Yeah. Uh, 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 good, 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 good job, Vin Diesel. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, the, the hop back, um, uh, they also announced a secret invasion. Which yes. With, not... with Samuel L. Jackson. Yep. Samuel Jackson with, with Samuel, you're right with Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury and Ben Mandelson as uh, Scroll, uh, Scroll Talos, um, yeah. which you met in, in Captain Marvel. So they are going to commit with the Secret Invasion angle. Uh, what level we're going to sit down and get it? I don't think we're going to get it the same way as you do in the comic books, but I think they're going to handle it the same way. They're going to alter it in how it would fit in the realm of television, just kind of how they did when working with Civil War, um, going yeah. uh, going to the movie theaters. And I think we will hopefully uh, see uh, little tidbits through hopefully the television shows and the movies that will just have, uh, justify a secret evasion uh, when whenever that drops onto Disney Plus, which I think is going to be good. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, that that I was I was very happy to see that, um, especially oh we got Nick uh, Samuel L. Jackson coming into his own series. I'm like oh great, we got a Nick Fury series coming up. Secret Invasion. I'm like oh yeah. okay, love it. Um, then you also got the early. Uh, Information on Ironheart, which is yes. the female Iron Man. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, this is basically um, Riri Williams. Uh, uh, go, I think it's going to uh, star Dominica Thorne. Yes. Uh, with, yes. Uh, who's going to be taken on as the genius inventor. Pretty much the college student that basically is was able to um, uh, backwards engineer Iron Man's armor. In the comic books, and that's why she was able to be able to create, she was able to create her own mock version of Iron Man's suit uh, through it. Which, uh, as the series goes on, she basically starts to become her own person. Now, um, yeah, I, I, I think that's, I think that's really good. I think that's another great step to now see a young female African American he- hero that's also black and is also a, a woman of color. I think that's a really big. I think that's another big step um, into this. As long as with Kamala Khan and yeah. everything else, I think these are some really giant big steps that are taken. Again, not, not a lot of news is not 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 a lot of news is planted, but I the fact that Disney, I I, I just think it's just so happy that the fact that Disney is is doing these. Doing any of these, I think, is just is, is a crown achievement. So the fact that we're even getting an Iron Heart is is amazing within itself. Yeah, and she's a relatively newer character too. I mean, yes. and newer within the past couple of years. Yeah. Miss Marvel's been around well, for a little longer. Miss Marvel and Miles Morales and all these other characters that are basically coming in. I think it's just next to uh, nothing but uh, short, but but amazing at this point. So. 
Yeah, no, so Ironheart, yeah, definitely going to be sitting there and dropping very, 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 very soon. I think it's uh, totally, totally amazing. Um, speaking other things that are also moving on, uh, they also mention uh, another television, uh, another uh, special limited series. Oh, I uh, was Armor Wars uh, that's going to be coming in. Uh, with uh, Don Cheadle coming to replace his, uh, coming back to reprise his role as a as James Rhodes, aka War, War Machine. What's your thoughts about that? I stood up and cheered. I, I've been, really? I I've been wanting this since Iron Man Two. Yeah. Um, I I love Don Cheadle as an actor. I love the character of War Machine. And just to see him kind of as a secondary character in the movies, I'm like, no, I, I want more of this character. This character needs his own movie. I, I would love to see his own movie. And the fact that I, I know he's getting a series in some ways I think is even better because as I explained before, the series you can do more with. You can expand the storyline. You got more time to, to flush things out and, and tell your story um, instead of the cookie cutter uh two-hour movie, two-and-a-half-hour movie. Exactly. Um, that you need to just do your arc in that. This You can do smaller arcs in per episode, the overlarge lying arc for the entire thing. You got, you can do so much more. And, yeah, James Rhodes, so happy, so psyched to see him come uh, get it, finally, yeah. finally get his own series. Exactly. Uh, no, I... I... And you to, face tony stark's worst fears what does that mean again in fact you you had me with war machine getting his own series um yeah it's basically the 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 biggest fear of tony's was what happens is someone were able to get a hold of his armor his technology which it's very interesting because I think it was a, a it was a, was played into a comic book uh, a comic book event from Marvel's I think what's called Fear uh, Fear itself, which basically rolled it, it it touched on everybody's every Avengers fear come into life, and one of our Iron Man's fear. One of Tony Stark's greatest fears is what happened to someone were ever to get a hold of his technology. Um, because we remembered in the, the movies that his technology was used to kill people, uh, and he didn't want that anymore. So the fact of what if someone were able to get a hold of the reactor and get a suit of armor and uh, do to create a, a a legion of Iron Men is something that could be feared, and maybe this is something that gets touched upon in Armor Wars, with John Cheetah probably fighting to save the legacy of his best friend, Tony Stark, in this. I think that's going to be very interesting to see how, how they play off from that that story angle from Fear Itself. Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, character that I, I've loved from the beginning in the MC, I, even before that, um, in the few Avenger comics that I lo- read, I always um, connected best with War Machine. Mm-hmm. Of the Avengers in the comic books, yeah. So you know when I saw him in Iron Man two, I was excited. You know, and loved the fact that they kept progressing the character and kept bringing him back. Again, always wanted more of that character. Now that we're getting a whole series on him, boom! You get you got me, uh, mm-hmm. got me on that one. 
So yeah, that that is. Uh, I was doing a happy dance on that one. <laughs> no, I'm very surprised they actually announced a series like that. Man, that was very sad. Me too. Uh, me too. And like I said, I can't be more ecstatic. Um, let's just hit through these uh, the movies quickly. Yes, um, we got a name for Ant-Man 3. Ant-Man and the Wasp. I guess technically Ant-Man and the Wasp 2, Ant-Man 3, called Quantumania. Quantumania, yes. Everyone's coming back for it. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's right, man. We we are getting we're getting Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd, and uh, uh, and uh, Evelyn Lilly coming back to reprise the roles of both Ant Man and Wasp, as everybody knows. Mm-hmm. As well, and Michael Douglas and uh, and and Michelle Pfeiffer both played uh, Hank Pym and Van Dyke in in their separate roles, which I think is very very good. Um, and we're going to get some. I think uh, what. Uh, Catherine Newton join, will join the cast as Casey Lang, and yes. the most important, the, the biggest actor I'm really excited to be joining this actor, Jonathan Mayers. From if anybody has not watched uh, the series uh, Lovecraft Country, this actor is fantastic. He's a fantastic young actor. He's basically going to be playing King the Conqueror, which I feel yeah. like he may get even a bigger role. From what people are telling me, he could be the new biggest baddie, bigger than Thanos, if everything is said to believe moving forward. Yeah, I've, I've heard that too. I've heard that the King, maybe the, the new Thanos character. Yeah. Um, makes perfect sense. Uh, especially Although it is weird that he his first introduction would be in an Ant Man and Wasp film. I'm just saying. Versus the other film that they in uh, that they announced, uh, which I did not see coming. I did and I didn't see coming after that. Uh, being the new Fantastic Four, the finally the Marvel Fantastic Four. Marvel's Fantastic Four, yeah. Uh, no, yep, no word yet it's in in development right now. But all we know that is John Watts is on board to direct the film at the moment. At least for now, yeah. I mean, th- these things have a way of possibly changing or staying the same. Yep. Um, I wonder if they're going to give it the Spider-Man treatment of like Homecoming, where it's, oh, how did you get your Spidey powers? And just like, well, you don't need. I got bit by a spider. Don't worry about that. We we'll, we'll cover those details later. Or... I, I, you know, it is going to be very interesting if they're going to go go that route. I mean, and would you want them to go that route, or would you want them again to? Because I, I don't know. It doesn't seem like Marvel's first family is really well regarded in the eyes of people. Like they would have to at least touch on it. I think they sense. they can touch on it. Without completely rehashing it in, you know, when did the first Fantastic Four come out? It wasn't all that long ago. Um, uh, well, the, the 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 last one, the Fox one, was was a complete utter disaster. The other two right. films for that were okay. Were not not great films, but the one were... with Chris Evans in it. No, it it was um, they were they were entertaining. They were enjoyable. Yeah, not not great, but they're okay. Yeah. That. Although you could tell if we tell they were in Vancouver, not New York, but you know whatever. That's... <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah. And uh, you know, yeah. technology as far as especially special effects, we're having the thing just in a giant foam suit uh, versus now 
you know, digitally affecting. CGI, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's... But again, I don't think you need to focus the whole movie on that. No. No, I, I don't think it needs to be focused, but I think it does need to be slightly touched upon. I don't think it's in the same realm as Spider-Man where people kind of kind of get spider-man already at this point so that we can just go right into it we don't really need to we don't need a whole big origin story and how he got his powers well his was a little more simpler yes i got by by a spider and now i have spider powers there is more and i wonder if they're going to tweak it again on how exactly they ended up getting their powers um we shall see but uh, you know, I, I think it's it's really cool. I knew that Fantastic Four was one that they were fast tracking. Um, it was the first one that they cleared the rights for um, to to be able to produce a movie, and they 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 fast tracked that one um, versus the X Men, which they they'd held back on because well, so there's been um, X Men's been a lot more recent than the uh, the Fantastic Four. Yep. So, uh, yeah, give the X-Men a little break. Fantastic Four has been on a break, uh, even if you consider the last movie that they did, which, again, most people, in most people's eyes, never happened. Either, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you, you got, um, yeah, that, like I said, I was surprised, but not surprised at the same time. Um, but, yeah, Kang seems, you would think, would be more in the Fantastic Four realm. Uh, so it's a little weird to get him in the Ant-Man and the Wasp, but at the same time, it, 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 it they'll make it work. No, I mean, you you know that they're gonna make it work. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I I I agree one hundred percent. They'll they'll definitely try to make that work. So, but no, we'll we'll totally see that man though. But yeah, no, talk about a crazy, crazy Marvel uh, slate. Yeah, so, um, Captain Marvel two. Yeah, definitely coming out. Yeah. Um, so they got that one announced. Um, they dropped the date. What, do you remember the date? I know I sent it to you. Ah, uh, yeah, yes. Uh, that will be coming out uh, November 11th of 2022. So yes. that's still months. That is still years away. And they also said that, again, uh, along... Um, both uh, Carl Denner's alongside Amon Vanelli, the, the, the recently cast Miss Marvel, will also, who was Miss Marvel, will make her MCU movie debut in Captain Marvel 2. Oh, and Toya Paris, and also, as well as Toya Paris, a grown up version of Monica Rambo. So both of them, both actresses, will make their appearance in Marvel 2 alongside uh, uh actress uh uh what's oh wow i forgot i forgot her name <laughs> oh my uh, uh brie brie larson thank brie you brie larson yep brie larson um and then you got uh <sighs> we also got uh the thor love and thunder yep Mentioned, which is also big, like everybody knows. Basically, Taka Watiti is going to be directing the film, bringing back Chris Haynes, Will Natalie Portman, and Tessa and uh, Tessa Thompson will all come back to reprise their roles. However, 
who's going to be playing the bad guy is no other than Christian Bale. Uh, he's going to be playing Gore, the God Butcher. So, I think it's going to be great. Has anyone else picked up the fact that now you have two Batmans playing villains in the MCU? Uh, yes, yes, I did. Yes, <laughs> yes look at that. That happened. But, uh, yeah, uh, you know what? I am I, I'm, I'm digging me some Thor loving and th- uh, love and thunder. Uh, yes. It's, you know, bringing Taika back. Fantastic. May 6th, 2022. Again, got some time, but, uh, yeah, that that's uh, so much goodness. Um, very little was said about Blade. Yeah. yeah that, that's still in the early productions. Um, they they firmed up what we were hoping, and they officially said for Black Panther two that I have stayed here, being written and directed by Ryan Coogler again. Good uh, smart choice, sticking with what works best, honoring Chadwick Boseman's legacy and portrayal of T'Challa. Marvel Studios will not recast the character, but will explore the world of Wakanda and the riches. Uh, rich character introduced in the first film. So we'll be getting a lot of the same characters back and how they move on from there. Um, I, I just, that statement alone just knows, you know, states that I think they're doing it right. Uh, yeah. You know what? It, it is, it, it is really going to be very interesting to see how, how Coogler handles the script for a character that it is going to be very interesting because again, it is. I, I, I understand that uh, that they don't want to ever replace the character's role in this, and I totally agree with it. I think Chadwick Boseman, you know, he he brought such a new energy to that character. Um, that also being said, you really feel like because it is Black Panther two. You need a Black Panther in it. Have to address that character, so they have to. So they have to address who takes over the mantle at some point, because it just can't just be Black Panther two. But I hope they figure a way that they can still honor the mantle of Black Panther and not. And and make sure they're doing it in honor of Boseman's character because uh, I think it's so important that they get that character in some way or some form. I just don't know who. I just don't know who would sit down and take the mantle to. And I think it's again it's going to be opened because again this is not you know this is this is. This is the MCU. It's not really following any kind of comic books at the moment, so they can figure a way around that they can still meet all of those demands without uh, not offending Bozeman's legacy. No, in July eighth, twenty twenty two. I mean, due to the fact that they even um, changed the title splash um, for Black Panther on Disney Plus, any DVD, Blu-rays produced from this point forward, are going to have the new title splash honoring Chadwick. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, I mean, you and, and, and you are absolutely right, the MCU does not follow the comics, but at the same time, they do 
kind of mirror each other in some aspects. Big influence. Yeah, there's influence, and one influences the other. I would not be surprised. I would say, especially over this next year, watch what's happening in the comics with the character of the Black Panther, and maybe there are going to be some clues there. Uh, we we I mean there may be nothing, and you know MCU you know just goes in its its own direction. Uh, we shall see, we no. shall see. But it's uh, um, I, I'm glad that they're pushing forward and just not even dropping the ball completely and said, you know what, we're done with that. You know, shelving it all together, and we're not going to explore this world any further. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, and then I mean, we already talked about Guardians 3, so um, anything else on the Marvel end that you want to touch on? Uh, dude, no, I'm just super pumped, man. I'm very, very pumped for the Marvel stuff, man. Really looking yeah. forward to it. I think it's going to be some great stuff, very good stuff. So, uh, whew. from there, let's go to. Do you want to go to sports or do you want to go to uh, Lucas? Let's go, Lucas. All right. Rounding back to the world of Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. We had not one. We had not two. We had not even four or five. We had ten. Ten new projects announced. Some some we knew about. Um, some completely new. Some we got some more details on. From Lucasfilm themselves uh, in this Star Wars galaxy. We have Obi-Wan Kenobi series, which will officially be the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Starring Ewan McGregor and just announced Hayden Christensen will be returning as Darth Vader. Um, And the two will set. uh, It will. Two are supposed to have their biggest epic battle to date a uh, big rematch between the two of them um which i do not fully understand but uh I'm, we don't know everything about the timelines and, and what all happened when um yeah. we do know it's taking place 10 years after revenge of the sith yep so um that is actually i think i think they started filming Mm-hmm. They started production back up on Obi-Wan, and um, yeah, we, we shall see how that all goes. I, I um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I like that Ewan McGregor is coming back to reprise the role, and uh, yeah, we, we shall see how that all happens. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We have two series set in the Mandalorian age of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So we have, and both uh, involved with uh, Favreau and Filoni, Rangers of the New Republic. Um, didn't really get much details on that. Uh, I'm thinking this is the one that um, Cara Dune is supposed to be attached to. They they didn't say. I know that they've been working on something with her character, so mm. that that would be my assumption. Interesting. Um, I could be completely wrong on that because this next one could be it, which is Ahsoka, which that one I'm psyched about. Yeah. Um, and I when I was talking to Matt, I think I called it then that 
you know, we are not done seeing Ahsoka. I think, you know, they are setting her up for bringing her into a series. Uh, well, <laughs> obviously, they were. And, yep. uh, yeah, you know, keeping Rosario Dawson in as the... Uh, From Night Nurse to, uh, <laughs> to Star Wars. And in Rent. She was also in Rent. In Rent as well, yeah. Uh, a little more of a druggie there. But, uh, yeah, uh, I thought she did a fantastic job as, as um, taking over for Ashley Eckstein. Um, yeah, somehow I wish maybe they could sneak Ashley into the series. Just, you know, kind of a, a beautiful cameo. Uh, woo, speeding through these ones, we got Andor, which is the Rogue One prequel series. Yes. That's yeah. um, good. Yeah. That's the one yep. that they said that they they're making sure they're paying attention to detail that you know they're they're treating it like a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so cool. we should see. I I never grew attached to those characters because in Rogue One you knew okay this movie's going to end and they're ending with the movie. So it's mm-hmm. just like you don't grow to love them like you do Luke, Leia, and all them. So which is very unfortunate because I did, I did think Rogue One, a Star Wars story, was actually one of the more better ones. During oh, the- absolutely. The the movie in itself was fantastic. It was fantastic, yeah, actually. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we we get to learn more about this character. Um, uh, Post mortem, but the uh, the Bad Batch animated series. That's gonna be uh, that's gonna be pretty cool. I like those characters in the last season of Clone Wars, so yep. we shall see. This is gonna be after Order sixty six. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, so we kind of get to see the repercussions uh, from there. Uh, Rex will be joining them, and uh, yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, Star Wars Visions. Which is going to be more of a Magnus style done series. Um, again, very little information. I think a lot of the stuff is still in the early stages. Lando. Again, we don't know much about it. Um, I, I heard a while ago that they were trying to work on a Lando Calrissian story. Hopefully they can get Glover back. For it. Very yeah, I was actually kind of interested if they would get Glover back to do that. They didn't say one way or the other. Um, they didn't even say if it's live action or animated. That's also very true. My assumption, again, from what I heard, was initially with Lando is that it was going to be live action. They were hoping to get Glover. Again, things change. Nothing is said in concrete. Everything's fluid. The Acolytes. No idea what that's about. Um, I guess possibly, and uh, I heard them discussing this on Coffee with Kenobi is that it was going to be more following the dark side of things. Yep. And a droid story, bringing back C-3PO and R2-D2. Um, Anthony Daniels reprising the role as C-3PO. And um, again, very little information. Um, I seriously doubt it's going to be like the 80s cartoon series uh, droids with them. I think it's going to be something different. We shall see. Yep. Um, Non-Star Wars related, uh, officially announced something that we knew that was going on, is the Willow uh, series. Okay. Um, 
which they officially said Warwick Davis will be returning as the Tetero role. Nice. Um, and that there's going to be that there's casting calls for three new characters um, that are going to take over the series, um, similar to the characters from the movies, from the movie, but um, new characters altogether. Uh, you know, give the brave swordsman, uh, magician, and, and someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so a lot going on on Lucasfilm that we did not know about. Thought, okay, Lucasfilm just kind of hanging out here. Uh, you got the Mandalorian going on, and then you got a couple of animated things and a movie eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of movies, uh, next Star Wars movie going to be released December twenty twenty three. Mm-hmm. Rogue Squadron. Cool. And that's going to be held by Patty Jenkins. Uh, yeah. Wonder Woman's 1984. Yeah. Um, and she put out this beautiful video. Did you see that, that video that she did? Oh, not yet. Okay. She's, uh, I mean, it's her uh, rollerblading down a, a runway. And she's talking about how her father was an airman in the the vietnam war and he was killed unfortunately tragically in a um a friendly event she was seven at the time and it's something that's always sit with her and she always wanted to do a, a story about airman justice nice and but she never found the right script until now and that being rogue squadron uh, which at what point she gets into an X-Wing and flies off. Um, yeah, so that, I, 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 ooh, I, I'm intrigued. I think this could be, uh, could be very good, but I also find it very interesting that now two out of the three Star Wars spinoff movies have the name Rogue in it. So that is, uh, that is quite something else. Um, what else do you got? The Indiana Jones movie, which we know that they've been working on, and then the unnamed Taika Titi movie. Uh, and just see something about children, blood and bone. Do you know anything about that one? Not so much. Um, yeah. So, uh, it's, oh, based on Tommy Medias. New York Times best-selling novel. Um, yeah, so we got we got a lot of stuff coming at us, and that's that's just on these two ends. I think why don't we just cut it here, and um, we can get back. We'll we'll have to catch up in another episode with all the stuff on the actual official Disney end of things with. Rescue Rangers and Peter Pan and Wendy and uh, loads and loads of stuff. Um, Isaac, thank you for taking the time. And uh, we good? Yeah, we good. <laughs> so I was saying, it's, yeah, well, um, let's wrap it up here because, I mean, just these two alone, you know, we've gone an hour and a half with... Um, we still have the Pixar, and we oh, and the, so much to talk through. The Disney stuff. I, I think we'll have to hit that at another time. That's a part two. There's so much to be talking. We about. we didn't even bring up the TB12 uh, short uh, documentary that the ESPN Plus is doing. 
Uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> TD. But yeah. Everyone's favorite quarterback, as long as you're in Tampa Bay or New England. Yeah, I totally feel that. But no, so much. So much covered in the Disney uh, uh, block, which is great. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to pick this up in a part two at some point. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, Isaac, thank you so much for... Uh, for joining me on this and in, in, in enlightening us with everything on the Marvel end. Um, Thank you. And, uh, yeah, we'll be doing this again soon. Uh, definitely looking forward to it. All right. Have a good one. What is one of the things that you found most interesting that you're most excited for? Join the conversation. Facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's podcast or our group. Facebook.com slash group slash Disney Marvel's podcast. You can find us on the Instagram at Disney Marvels Podcast or on Twitter at Disney Marvels. Also, make sure to check out our new blog, which the links is in the show notes. It is the Disney Marvels Podcast blog or Disney Marvels blog at blogspot.blogspot.com. Also, you email the show. Email the show any suggestions or ideas to DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voice message through the Anchor app, website, or through your mobile device or computer and email that audio clip to us through DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. Links to everything is in the show notes. I also want to thank you for your time. I know how little time, how precious time we all have, especially now during the holidays. And the fact that you've spent some of that time with us means immensely amount a lot to me I, I can't I can never thank you all enough for the amount of time that you've spent with us and listening to us interacting with us and leaving your ratings speaking of ratings please take an extra minute go on to iTunes sign on and give this show a rating we have all five star reviews at the moment and I, again I'm truly blessed I truly cannot thank you all enough keep them coming though we could always use more because the more that we, ratings that we get, the more reviews that we get, the more iTunes will do the work for you and suggest the show. Or you can always just suggest the show to people that you know that you know are into Disney. Because the bigger the Disney family, the better. Won't believe that. I believe that. And while you're at it, don't forget to subscribe to the show. This way you always want know when a new episode is posted. While you're at it, consider becoming a premium subscriber to help the show out, keep the lights on, keep the hamsters and the computers running. You can do this over at anchor.fm slash DisneyMarvels slash support or find our Patreon page. Links to all that is also in the show notes. Because remember, this show is brought to you by listeners like you. Whatever you're facing out there, whatever troubles and craziness and just hard times, don't give up. It's not worth giving up. I know it's the harder... It, giving up is the easier option. Sometimes the harder option is the right option. And in this case, that's that's just the way it is. But don't give up. Believe in yourself. This too shall pass. You can accomplish great and wonderful things. You're an important person. Don't ever doubt that. There's a light within you. Find that light. Embrace it. Because it will lead you and guide you to some of the most amazing ventures. Believe in yourself. Be your own hero. 
never give up, never give up. Now I'll end this week with a quote from Walt Disney himself. Television began to move and I began to think about it. I talked to a lot of these television executives and they said, what are you going to do? If you go on television, what are you going to do? I said, I don't know. I presume I'll do what I've been doing all my life. They said, well, television is different. You got to do something different. I said, well, I know, but I don't think the audience is any different. And that's from Walt Disney. Thank you again, everyone. Happy Hanukkah to all of our friends out there celebrating the Festival of Lights. And I'll see you next time.